A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash nuclear revenge video. Today we've got a crazy revenge story that comes between identical twins. But first, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our first story is Twin Trouble. I'm a 27 year old female and I have a twin sister. We're identical twins who were born exactly 13 seconds after each other. She always says it counts, but I don't think it does. So we've pretty much been attached to the hip from birth. Before we were even born, the scan showed us as one child, with one synchronized heartbeat in one of each body part. You can imagine the shock when my mother started to push and birthed two girls instead of one. She used to joke that we were one soul divided into two people, and we genuinely did believe it. Both of our first names start with M, so we've always been called m M&M, like the chocolate, by family and friends. It started when we got into kindergarten and continued through elementary and high school. We were never apart for long because I couldn't function without her and she didn't speak to anyone unless I was around. My mother used to always say that it was much harder to tell us apart when we were little because we were born tricksters. We would answer each other's names and exchange clothes when she wasn't watching just so she wouldn't realize who was who. Of course, she was her mother so she knew, but every now and then she would play along just to entertain us. Besides our parents, no one else could tell us apart. We were dark-haired, green-eyed girls who spoke in a language that no one else could understand. My twin sister and I were so inseparable that we never left each other's side. We slept in the same beds, walked together everywhere, and we even fell sick together. If I broke my arm, my sister felt the pain just as intensely as I did, and vice versa. I knew what she was thinking because it was what I thought about too, and we always completed each other's sentences. Up until high school, people could barely tell us apart. We dressed identical, sat beside each other all the time, and just when a teacher or a classmate thought they'd figured us out, we tricked them by pretending to be each other. Having a twin was amazing because it felt like having two of myself. In our senior year, my sister had a crush on a boy. It felt strange because it was the first time both of us had ever had an emotion that wasn't collective to us both, and I was livid. I tried to disrupt her emotions as much as I could, but my sister was a little more strong-willed than me, so she didn't listen to me. After talking to my mother about the situation, she advised me to allow my sister to live her life, because as much as it felt like we were the same person, we really were not. In order to allow my sister to be happy with her now boyfriend, I began to dress differently from her. Not so much that it was painfully obvious to everyone, but enough that he could tell us apart. I felt like a third wheel, going everywhere with my sister and her boyfriend, so I also started to detach. This meant that I spent less time with my twin sister and more time alone. It felt similar to heartbreak, what I felt after we drifted apart, but at least it made more room for me to make other friends. I soon became close with the girl that would become my second best friend, let's call her Z. It wasn't the same as having my sister around me, but Z was a really good friend and I enjoyed having her around. It was even better that she planned to go to the same college as my sister and I, so I knew that we would be friends for a while. 
Z and I got so close that I stopped feeling like such a bother to my sister, but it also meant that I didn't notice when my sister and her boyfriend went through a breakup. I found out two weeks after it happened because our mother casually said it at dinner, and I felt so hurt that my sister hadn't told me. That was the first big fight that we had, and she made it seem like it was all my fault for not paying any attention to her. We didn't speak to each other for two weeks, only starting to talk again because our mother threatened us with a week of staying alone at home while she and our father went on a road trip. My twin sister and I talked it out, cried it out, and soon we were closer than ever. It became my sister and me and Z. We were an unstoppable trio and even became roommates in college. I finally felt complete and happy. In college, my twin and I resumed being tricksters, attending classes in place of each other and dressing identical so that we could scare people into thinking we were just one person. It worked on a lot of people, as usual, until I decided that I wanted to dye my hair. My sister was against it, but when I suggested it, she also refused to dye her own hair to match mine. I tried to convince her, but she was adamant that we didn't need to dye our hair at all. I thought that if I dyed mine first, she would feel a little more comfortable and then dye hers. But her reaction was the very opposite of that. She completely freaked out and went berserk, calling me a traitor and stomping out of our dorm room. Something changed in my sister after that incident. I did not know what it was, but she became wilder and didn't care about school anymore. I had to get a wig that was similar to her hair so I could take some of her tests and exams for her when she was too hungover to even open her eyes. In our sophomore year of college, she started to date another guy that I could just tell was bad news. He was the stereotypical bad boy type, always wearing leather jackets, used too much gel in his hair and rode a bike, but he was also a terrible person. He drank, smoked, and partied a lot. He was also very promiscuous, got into a lot of fights, and made trouble everywhere he went. It wasn't like we didn't attend the occasional party, but for the most part, my sister and I were introverts. Or so I thought. Suddenly, my twin had invites to every party in town. We attended a college in Los Angeles, California, so there was always a party to attend. She dressed up nearly every weeknight and came back either drunk or high out of her mind. I tried to advise her against her new lifestyle, but she only threw it in my face that if I could dye my hair when she didn't want me to, then she could do whatever she wanted, whether I approved of it or not. Eventually, I figured out that my sister wouldn't listen to me, so I prepared myself to face her boyfriend. He was very cunning and good at lying, and I was so desperate to save my sister from him that I didn't realize that he was roping me in too. The only downside to having a twin with similar tastes in nearly everything was the fact that we liked the same kind of men, for the most part. I didn't want to fall for my sister's boyfriend, but I did, and I fell hard. I tried to stay away from him, but he brought himself to me all the time, dropping by our dorm room and pretending to look for my sister, or even coming into our lecture halls to wait for her when he knew that she wasn't present in the class. I confided in Z, and she advised me to talk to my sister about it, which I planned to. But my sister's boyfriend had other plans. He called me out one night to confess his feelings to me, telling me how much he wanted both my sister and me to be bus girlfriends. I thought he was delusional, so I cussed him out for it and tried to walk away. But he suddenly grabbed me and kissed me. He was much stronger than me, so even as I struggled to push him off of me, it didn't work. Unfortunately, this happened right in front of our dorm room, 
and my sister had just stepped out of the room, all dressed up for a date with the same jerk. I would later find out that all of it was a carefully planned scheme for him to get my sister even further away from me. When he spotted my twin sister, he pushed me away from himself and wiped a hand across his mouth, accusing me of kissing him. I was too stunned to speak because my sister was there, and when I tried to explain, she called me names and then grabbed his hand and walked away. After then, I didn't see my sister for nearly a week, and she refused to pick up my calls or answer my texts. The only time she came back to the dorm was to pick up some clothes and to tell Z that she would be staying temporarily with her boyfriend. I cried to Z, but I knew that the only thing I could do was to prove to my sister that her boyfriend was just like a jerk and he was using us as his own personal jesters. Towards the middle of junior year, the jerk began to message me again, asking to see me and continually flirting. I had the good mind to block him, but Z advised me not to. Instead, I stored all of his texts as evidence, so when my sister and I were able to see each other and speak again, I'd be able to show her that she was wrong to believe a man over her own twin sister. The jerk continued to text me and beg to meet up with me, and when I didn't indulge him, he started to talk crap about my sister. He would send me messages about how she was a terrible girlfriend, and that he would leave her for me in a heartbeat if I would agree to be his girlfriend again. I'll spare you the rest of the details, but believe me, it only got worse from there. With Z's help, I found other girls that he was also talking to at the same time, and I compiled all of the evidence into one big file. For the first time in almost a year, my sister and I went home for Thanksgiving. She avoided me for a couple of days, but I wasn't worried because I knew what I had to do. I sent the evidence to her email with a fake email address that I created, and I left her to read it. She was very moody and quiet all through dinner, so I knew that my plan had worked. Later that night, while I slept in the guest room, she came in to speak to me. She asked if I was the one who sent the email, and after I came clean to her, she broke down in tears. I couldn't help but cry too when my sister apologized for choosing a lying and cheating man over me, and we hugged it out. She also apologized to me for also being fussy about me dyeing my hair. She just didn't want us to drift apart the way we did in high school. My twin then confided in me that her ex had started to hit her at a point. He also tried to introduce other illegal substances to her since she already drank alcohol and that was where she began to be suspicious, but she didn't know how to leave him. We spent the rest of the night talking and catching up on almost a year's worth of things that we missed out on. My sister suggested revenge to me and I have to be honest that I was very scared. What if he found a way to get back at us for it? She assured me that he had so many enemies because of how much of a jerk he was, so I agreed to plan his downfall with her. As I mentioned earlier, my sister is a very strong-willed person, and she fortunately was not scared of a lot of things. She suggested that we report her now ex-boyfriend to the authorities for possessing drugs and illegal substances. I thought she was going too far, so on a second thought, she decided to alert some loan sharks that he'd been running from for a while. Me, her, and Z showed up to the door of the loan shark and she let him know that her ex-boyfriend was a jerk, so she would let him, the loan shark, in on his whereabouts if he promised that he would beat him up for her. The man gruffly agreed and slammed the door in our faces after we'd given him the details he needed. We were frightened out of our minds, but we were very proud of our accomplishments. 
About two weeks later, we heard that my sister's ex had landed in the hospital after being attacked mercilessly. As if that wasn't enough trouble, we also found out that he'd gotten two girls and a female professor pregnant. My sister and I graduated from college with really good grades, and two years ago, we got married on the same weekend to two amazing men that cherished familial relationships over all else. My sister's jerk ex is a single dad to three kids, and maybe he's a changed man now. Could you imagine sleeping around left and right like this guy did, and then finding out you got not one but two different girls pregnant, including one of them being a professor? That dude made some dumb decisions because his life was screwed at that point. I don't think they learned their lesson, at least not for a while, because they ended up with three kids apparently. Do you guys think it's possible for a guy like this at some point in their life to finally change and mature? Or if they're doing all this by the time they get in college and even afterwards, do you think they're almost guaranteed to be a lost hope? Let me know what you guys think down in the comments. And our final story of the day is best friend doesn't respect the don't date your exes rule. This is how I got back at my best friend for sneaking around with my ex-girlfriend behind my back. Now, this happened just after my senior year in high school a few years ago. I had just finished my final exams and my aunt invited my cousin and I to go on a short trip to Paris with her when my ex-girlfriend sent a text breaking up with me. I had just had lunch in a great restaurant with my rich actress aunt and I was so bothered that I threw up when we got back to the hotel. My aunt and cousin tried to cheer me up, but I was really sad and lacked the motivation to go out and participate. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Participate in any of the fun activities. That text ruined the trip for me. What was supposed to be a fun trip for us three turned out to be the two ladies consoling and trying to get me to even step out of my hotel room. I would say that I didn't see that coming, but I did. She acted strange the whole of our final semester, and I knew something was wrong, but when I did ask her, she said she was just really bummed about her parents finalizing their divorce. She had told me, my mom, and anyone who cared to listen that she was excited about her parents divorcing when they announced to her that they were getting a divorce because they fought too much and she thinks they're much better apart. So I knew the talk about her parents' divorce was an excuse. I, however, tried not to push further or bother her, and instead tried to be there for her and be a support for her as much as I could. Funnily, this seemed to irritate her even more. My ex-girlfriend would yell at me and roll her eyes at me, but I ignored her attitude and refused to be mad about it. One day I decided I'd had enough. I put my foot down and insisted that I will not tolerate her disrespectful behavior. She cried and apologized. 
She told me she was stressed out thinking about college, the future, and having to shuffle between her mom's house and her dad's. The next day, she came over to say goodbye to me before my aunt, cousin, and I left for the airport, and we hugged. I whispered an apology about the argument we had the night before. She admitted that I was right to have refused to tolerate her excesses, apologized again, and kissed me. It was all so sweet to anyone who was watching, but I was unsettled. Something just was not right, and it felt like she was kissing me goodbye. Yes, she was doing that because I was going to be away for two weeks, but it felt final. I wasn't shocked that she broke up with me, but breaking up with me via text and doing it while I was away on a vacation in Paris was just mean. I was supposed to be in Paris having a great time and resting after working so hard to ace my final exams. I refused to accept that it was over and decided I would talk to her when I return home and we would figure it out and maybe make up. I just figured something was wrong somewhere. There was something she wasn't telling me and she would probably just say it when I confronted her and we would kiss about it and move on. Well, she didn't even let me speak to her when I tried to. First, I texted her to let her know I was back, but she read and didn't reply to my text. So I went to her mom's house where they all used to live. I'm going off to college anyway. It's best to break up now since we may have to do it later, she said before I could even say anything. I was hurt all over. I knew then that she wasn't going to change her mind, so I just said okay and left for my best friend's home. I decided to visit my best friend so we'd play video games together and I can get my mind off things. That was not the first time my ex-girlfriend and I would break up, though it did seem like the last time. We've broken up in the past and my best friends helped me get out of my sad spell when we played video games together with my little brother in his house. He didn't even know I was back from my trip yet. When I saw him at the door, he didn't appear to be happy to see me and he looked a bit nervous. I told him there that my ex-girlfriend had broken up with me. He didn't look surprised at all, just nodded and let me in. Did she tell you why? He asked nervously. I told him about everything that had happened between us, how she'd been acting up and I blamed it on her parents' divorce and the night I called her out on her constantly disrespectful attitude and how she kissed me before I left for the airport. In hindsight, I should have noticed that he cringed when I mentioned that she kissed me, but of course, I didn't pay much attention to his facial expression at the time, or the fact that he expressed no surprise about us breaking up. I was hurt, and all I cared about was expressing my pain to my best friend. We didn't end up playing video games because I was heartbroken. I kept wondering aloud about why she ended things with me. We've had our issues in the past, but we've always been able to move on from them, and it only strengthened our relationship. Even when we did break up before, we got back together after almost three weeks. But this time, the way she ended things was so cruel, and I didn't even know she was capable of being so mean and cold-hearted. I spent my time in my best friend's home reading a book I found on the kitchen counter. His beloved dog, a beautiful golden retriever, sat close to me as I read. My best friend's had his dog for two years and he loved her to pieces. She was an answer to his longtime prayer. He always wanted a dog, but his mom said no, and his dad just went along with whatever his mom said. He kept pressuring his parents to let him adopt one, but his mom insisted. He had to prove that he would be responsible with his dog and do well academically before his mom finally said she would consider it. On the day he got lucky, his dad brought home his dog and presented it to him. It was some months after his 16th birthday. 
My best friend was over the moon with excitement, and he invited me over to look at her. She was a beautiful little pup, and I was excited for him. He spent most of his time with her, and she enjoys being in his company too. I visit my best friend often, and he visits me with his dog, so she was quite familiar with me too. She's generally a lovable and charming dog, even strangers love her, and would try to pet her and buy her treats when he walked her on the streets. Anyway, enough about the dog. My best friend suddenly stopped visiting me. Ever since I returned from Paris, he never came over, and I didn't understand why until I had a conversation with my little brother one evening. That evening, I was writing a song in my room when my brother came in to ask how I was holding up. To be honest, I was over it and was just looking forward to leaving for college and visiting my aunt in LA before that. I had my plate full and had lots of dreams for myself. I told him this and he sighed. Honestly, I would be devastated if my best friend did that to me, man. Best friend? What? I didn't understand what my brother was talking about, so I just assumed he meant girlfriend. Oh, it's fine. Who knows? We would have just broken up when we both leave for college anyway. He says, I understand, but to leave you for your best friend? That must really suck, and you're a much stronger man than I am. Now I was lost. Best friend? I asked my brother in shock. My brother then told me that my ex and my best friend started going out while I was away in Paris. I could not believe my ears. He thought I knew already. He'd almost gotten into a fist fight with my best friend when he found out and warned him to never show his face in our house until he confessed to me. He preferred that my best friend break the news to me himself. Now it became very clear why my best friend was avoiding coming over to my house. Even when I visited him, he hardly said anything to me about the end of my relationship. He only just asked if my ex-girlfriend told me why. My brother felt very bad for me and he apologized for my finding out in that manner. I was no longer hurt though, I was just really angry. To think I rushed to him when I returned to tell him about how hurt I was and he knew why she ended it, but said nothing. I decided to get my pound of flesh, but I was undecided as to how to go about it. The next day, I texted him and told him I know why he's been avoiding me and asked why he didn't tell me earlier that he and my ex-girlfriend were together. I'm sorry, he texted back. I didn't have the heart to tell you. I knew you'd be pissed. We didn't mean to hurt you and have been into each other for a while now. They'd have been sneaking around behind my back even when we were still together. I was pissed. I told him it was fine and he thanked me and expressed hope that things won't be awkward between us. That was funny. Things will certainly be awkward between us. I was to leave for LA soon, so I carefully hatched my revenge plan. I decided I was going to take his dog from him. Yes, he deserves that. We've been best friends all through high school. I always had his back, and he did that to me? He knew how much I loved my ex-girlfriend. She meant the world to me. And he knew how terrible I felt when we first broke up. Yet he had no problem becoming the reason we break up again. Not only did he sneak around with her while she was my girlfriend, they officially started dating and posting pictures on MySpace just after we spoke about it. It was like they were waiting for me to find out so they could finally show themselves to the world. I also could not help but wonder how many people knew. I mean, my brother found out before me. Other people in school and in our neighborhood probably knew too. My best friend made a fool out of me and I was desperate to get back at him. The first thing I did was convince my aunt to pay extra for my flight tickets. Since I was going to be traveling with a dog, I needed the money. 
I told her I'd adopted a dog and added that it was because I'd started to feel lonely after the breakup, so she wouldn't ask any more questions, and she agreed. The day before my flight's date, I texted my best friend about visiting him that evening, and he seemed elated about it. I need to beat you one last time, I wrote in my text, referring to the karate video game we play together. He asked if I was coming with my brother. I said I wasn't, but I had planned with my brother to pick me up later. Things were indeed awkward between us, until we started to play and things eased up. I even started to feel bad about what I was going to do, but I was not going to back down. Never. His dog was being all cute and funny as usual, and I suddenly could not wait for her to be mine. My best friend was in the kitchen when my brother texted to inform me that he was around. I asked him to come over to the window and passed him the dog. Luckily, she did not resist. I went into the kitchen and told him I had to leave and that my brother was around. He was reluctant to come out with me because he and my brother were not on good terms. And I took good advantage of this and dashed out. While we drove away, I saw my ex-girlfriend driving to his house. I was glad because this meant my best friend would be distracted and may not notice his dog was gone for a while. She started to bark, but we were no longer close to his house. Really? His dog? That is petty, my brother exclaimed. I waved him off and said nothing. Nobody could decide for me how to react to what my best friend had done. Before we got into the house, I made my brother promise not to tell our mom what we had done. The next morning, I was to leave for my flight. I'd switched off my phone so my best friend would be unable to reach me should he suspect that I left with his dog. But when I turned it on, I saw I had no messages from him. He most likely hadn't even noticed that his dog wasn't in the house. Perhaps my ex-girlfriend slept over and he was too distracted. The thought pissed me off even more and my mind was made up. My best friend's dog was going with me to LA. My mom saw the dog and frowned. Isn't that your friend's dog? She quizzed. I say, well, he gave her to me. She says, he gave you his dog? Yes, my brother and I chorused. I do not understand boys, she said and started the car. I had just landed at the airport in LA when my brother called to say my best friend came over to our house to see me. He asked my brother if he had seen the dog, and of course, my brother curtly told him no. He texted me, but I never even bothered to read his texts before deleting them. The next day, he and my ex-girlfriend were sharing printed copies of the dog, asking everyone in the neighborhood if they had seen her. I knew he'd be hurt. He loved his dog and she loved him too, but that was exactly the reaction I wanted. To save him the trouble of searching, I sent a picture of the dog in my aunt's apartment to him. I had a hard time with her at first since she wasn't used to the environment, but she eventually warmed up to me and became my new best friend. He cursed at me, but I didn't care. I had gotten my revenge and it was a sweet feeling. On one hand, yay, a new dog. On one hand, I am depressed that that guy lost his dog. And somehow on another third hand, I'm really wondering why there wasn't any kind of like law enforcement or legal thing going on here. Even though it's probably like cross country. I feel like if you can identify that it's your dog that was stolen and you can tell where they are, you should be able to do something about it, right? I'm just surprised that it seems like the best friend gave up on getting their dog back. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another story of revenge that was way crazier than both of the stories in this video, click on that left video. 
Or, if you missed my latest video, click on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.